Hi, Cultural Conversations listeners. This is Madison Bircher. This is Meg Rowley. This is Patrick McMullen. This is our last week of the Study Abroad mini-series. Yay! The last stop of the BYU Accounting Study Abroad was to England, which this episode is focused on. In this episode, we'll hear from the following. Rebecca, Josh, Jeff, Kate, and Addie. Similar to our other episodes, one of the first questions we asked students was to tell us about their experience in England in general. Here's what they said. I loved England. I thought London was a blast. London honestly reminded me of New York, kind of. Like a, a British New York. <laughs> it's super fast-paced, and there is a lot to do, a lot of different types of people, a lot of people who were performing on the streets. I think I saw more street performers in London than I have any other city that I've ever been to. A lot of them were actually really good. <laughs> Let's see, England was kind of our last stop. It was awesome. I really enjoyed it. We got to spend like a week there. The people all spoke English, which was was really good. Really good experience. England was really fun. British people are a little intense, I found. So that was a little bit different than the U.S. For sure. They were really fast-paced. Well, I went to four plays, which was amazing. I saw Les Miserables, Wicked, Phantom of the Opera, and Hamilton. Oh, they were so good. My general impression of England was that the people were absolutely lovely, and the countryside was beautiful. It was very diverse. If we were out in the country, there were just fields of green and flowers. It was beautiful. And then you could go into a heart of a city in London and just the the beauty of the buildings. They've been there forever. And there was a lot of character to them. And there was a lot of history told through the buildings. I loved the transportation system in London. The tube was brilliant. You could get anywhere you wanted super fast. You didn't have to worry about traffic. And they were never too crowded. You could usually find a seat or you could stand and be fine. And it was relatively easy to navigate. I think that people in England are very helpful with directions. If you ask like how to get somewhere, a lot of them will actually take you to the place that you want to go. Whereas in America, sometimes we're like, oh, it's just like around the corner. Like it's over here. Um, people were very friendly. What were your guys' first impressions of London? London just had so many different neighborhoods. Like Whenever we went to a different part of the city, it was so big, and each different part of the city has a different feel to it. So it's fun. It was like we were there for a whole week, and I'm glad because every day you went somewhere new. I loved London. It was probably one of my favorite visits we had. It was so cool. It was just fascinating how big it was and, and how many people were there and the cultures. And Yeah, I would love to go back and live there even. What do you think, Maddie? I liked London, and I think it feels familiar just because everybody speaks English. And so, yeah, I think London was just, like, the least amount of surprises or cultural shocks. Next, we asked about the food and restaurant experience in England. Here's how the students responded. There's tons of different types of food in London. I feel like London was super diverse, and their food was super diverse, which kind of reminded me again of, like, New York. 
where there's just tons of different kind of restaurants and tons of ethnic different foods. I think it was the first night we were in London. We went to a pub to go eat fish and chips. And it was really funny because we like walked in. We were kind of waiting for the waiter to come and get us or like ask us. But then we realized that we were just supposed to go up to the counter and order our food. And then they would bring it to us. And also you kind of like scout out your own table. And that happened at a couple of the restaurants that we've been to in London. And so that's not something that as common in the U.S. Like even the nicer restaurants, sometimes you had to go up and pay it. But it was kind of nice because then you didn't have to split check between a ton of people if you're in a bigger group. Um, something I noticed in Europe in general and in London was that food wasn't as hot. And the drinks weren't as cold. <laughs> I missed that about the U.S. when I was in Europe. And there's like no ice anywhere. And there's no free ice water. I think the tip being included in what you pay probably... Uh, I think, I guess what I'm trying to say is tips encourage a better customer service experience sometimes in the U.S. Because there's a lot of people who won't tip unless they're treated super well and so it's not as much of an incentive when the tip's just included in your price but on the other hand it's super nice to not have to figure out how much tip you're paying things like that another thing that i noticed about london that i hadn't seen in a lot of the other cities that we went to or other cities i've been is there's so much like grab and go little food spots and it's kind of nice because sometimes you're in a rush and you don't have the time to stop and get something to eat but it's not like fast food you can just walk in and buy like a nice little sandwich and walk right out and it's nice and tasty and cheap <laughs> save me a few pounds <laughs> uh probably both ways <laughs> to be honest the food wasn't anything really special that i found in england at least i did like the restaurant service a little bit better the server's not bugging you all the time say like the overall experience like they'll let you stay as long as you want you do have to ask for the check unless the restaurant is crowded we got in line we didn't have a reservation for it's called Dishoom, that indian fusion place and so we were standing in line for like an hour first of all and we were gonna be late for phantom of the opera and the lady was like when we finally got in she was like okay we have a table for you but you can only stay for two hours. <laughs> so I lived in northern England for a while, for a year and a half. So I'm pretty familiar with the food. There is a lot of heavier food. And if you're eating more in a home environment, you'll get a Thanksgiving dinner. Basically, they eat that every week, but minus all the flavor and the seasonings. Um, whereas on the streets in England, you are guaranteed to find sandwiches, little cups of fruit, an apple, and my favorite place was Pret-a-Manger. I think that's how you say it. And you can, for like five dollars, five pounds, you would get a sandwich, a drink, and fries. Chips? Fries. One of those. I don't remember what they call them. And a really accessible on-the-go food. And whereas in America, we have a lot of fast food where you have to drive in your car and it's usually not the healthiest food. I found that they have 
like corner shops on every corner where you could grab a quick bite to eat that would make you feel happy and clean and healthy after eating it. What did you guys think about the food and restaurant experience in England? I loved the food. I remember one Sunday morning we went to a market and everyone got different things. I'll let you talk about what you got there. I just got like a good breakfast burrito. You had a goat cheese grilled cheese. Do you remember that? I don't remember this at all. Yeah, I remember you. Let me try it. It was delicious. Anyways, there was that. We went somewhere to get like these. They were called Katie wraps, Indian wraps. We'd get Indian food. Honestly, I loved the food. And also, like Becca said, they do have a lot more healthy on-the-go food places like Pret. It's everyone on their lunch break. You go out, you grab a sandwich, you grab an apple, you go to the park, you eat your lunch, you go back to work. I wish we had something like that here. Yeah. Now I remember what I got. That that was so good, the grilled cheese. Mm. Um. So my mom and my sisters met me there after, and when I was with them, I went to more official restaurants, whereas with friends, we kind of went to quick, like, more to-go places or, like, food truck kind of a thing. And those places were a lot better than most of the sit-down restaurants that I went to. Really? Yeah, as far as good uh-huh. food goes. That's awesome. So find the food markets, I'm telling you. <laughs> We then asked about business visits made while in England. While there, the group visited with financial organizations including the Bank of England, Lazard, and GPS. They also visited accounting institutions including the IASB, IFRS, and ICAEW. Finally, they visited the Mini Cooper manufacturing plant in Oxford. We asked our interviewees to share what they learned from these experiences. Oh boy, we visited a lot of businesses in London. Sometimes we to multiple business visits in a day. They were all very different, and the people were very different, and the companies were very different. For example, like we visited the Bank of England, and they had a very structured presentation that they gave to a ton of people. One of the other business visits I really liked was visiting Lazard and having a BYU alum kind of explain his experience living abroad his experience in investment banking. It was a really neat experience to hear how his take on his life in London with a very difficult and demanding job and still having a family. He loves how there's so many parks there that he can take his children to and how it's so diverse and friendly. Generally, like, pretty good, safe place to live. Easy to navigate. (laughs) The ICAEW was actually kind of fun to visit. They kind of just gave us a tour and like talked about what it means to be a chartered accountant. And I loved how they had like all the pretty stained glass in their building. And the second like part of their business visit, we talked a lot about like just world issues, everything from gender equality to climate change to sustainability, all these different important topics and how they're important across the world and how we can it was just an open dialogue and it was interesting to hear other people's perspectives and it's interesting to hear the different perspectives of people who were in the u.s versus the uh the british people yeah i feel like we had a lot of a lot of good business visits there we got to interact with more of the international accounting scene i feel like a little bit um and that was good that was interesting yeah, so I definitely feel like they have a lot of uh, English pride in a lot of businesses that we went to. I mean, like obviously the Bank of England and things. It was it was interesting. I feel like you got to feel a little bit of their culture. I don't know. It's kind of a different kind of pride. Like coming from Texas, it's not that kind of same feel at all. <laughs> it's just different. 
I think they have a really long-term focus. I think in in, in all of their their business dealings, I think there's a lot of social responsibility. Uh, maybe more so than here, where it's it's just really go and get get the money. You know what I mean? Like make. So I felt like there was a, a lot of focus on the overall uh, wellness of the society as a whole, and uh, the long-term planning. Mini Cooper too. I, I felt that as, as well as as well as some of the other visits. The IASB was one of my favorite visits, as we're studying accounting and we've been learning a lot about the IFRS. We were able to go to the place where they actually set the standards, the international um, standards of accounting, um, the IFRS standards, and it was neat to hear the process that they go by and sit in the actual chairs where these decisions are made that affect millions of people throughout the world. We were able to hear the process that they take and it's a long process and they put a lot of work into it and they really consult with the people. They don't just make the decisions for themselves, but they ask people, they send out drafts and get other people's opinions on it, which I thought was neat as well. And anyone can view and even watch the hearings online. So it's not like a secret club, but anyone can be a part of it. Small note that I noticed was that when we would sit down, they would have sparkling water for us at all the tables and a glass. So we wouldn't be wasting water bottles. Rather, we would be able to like pour the water into our glass and it was usually sparkling, which some people don't like, but I absolutely love. We also visited the Bank of England and a huge cultural experience observation was the lady who was presenting. She had very dry humor. And if you didn't know that British people had dry humor and were very sarcastic, you would think that she was rude. But if you understood her humor, she was hilarious. There was one point in her presentation where she showed a video and she goes, I've seen this video about a billion times. So I already know everything in here. So I don't need to see it. So I'm going to leave. You guys can watch and I will return whenever this is done. And we just thought it was funny because she was like, meh, I don't need to see this, I'm leaving. And she was just cracking jokes the whole time. What did you guys learn from those experiences? The Mini Cooper plant I thought was really cool. First how everything was like created by robots, but it was also interesting just to hear from them with the timing of Brexit and everything, because they have so much material that comes from everywhere. So I just remember them talking about how that was kind of like a big deal. What would happen? Will they have to make a new plant? When we went to the ICAEW, which I think stands for Institute of Chartered Accountants in, in England, England and Wales. Wales. Yeah. that was, And we talked about, like Rebecca said, um, some social. And, and that was the first time I think I've ever been inspired to make changes in my life about like environmental things. So that was pretty interesting. I was being inspired by accountants. <laughs> Next, we asked about cultural observations and differences observed in England. Here's the following stories and observations that were shared. I loved the tube and being able to take it anywhere I wanted to. I don't know how to drive. I love that public transit life and being able to navigate a city without having to drive. And the streets were kind of crazy looking sometimes. Like, if there was a lot of cars on this road, 
there would be so many awful traffic jams, but the thing is there's not a lot of people driving in the actual city. It's just a lot of taxis, and then the everyday people just take the tube, and it's really neat because you can navigate it super easily and get wherever you want as long as you know what stop you're going to. We were just stopping on the street to get food one day, and this guy like had McDonald's or something in his hand, and he totally like dropped it, and it spilled everywhere. And then he went up and picked up like every single little french fry that he had dropped and threw it away. I was like, you would never see somebody in the U.S. doing that. And then I looked around and I realized that the streets generally were pretty clean and well kept. Also, how loud Americans are. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's this one experience we had on the train where the train, something happened and some people had assigned seats, but we didn't. And we were, there's too many people in the cab of the train. And there's this other group of students that came in and they had assigned seats and they were just complaining about how there weren't enough seats on the train and being so rude and so loud. And I was just thinking to myself, like, this is why people think that Americans are so obnoxious. One thing that I really, really liked about London was the Preacher's Corner, which was just a spot where people come and gather and they come and talk about just random things. I mean, it could be religion or just economics or society in general and the general trends. It was it was really interesting because I just felt like there's a lot of things talked about that we can't talk about in the U.S. as much. And so I felt like there's a lot more of openness and more maturity about dialogue, I guess, better discussions. Anyway, I thought it was just really healthy and really good. It was interesting uh, to see that there was people talking about Africa um, as a continent and then different countries and then just how we help people progress economically and just I don't know just it's just interesting to kind of just have those ideas flowing around and that was it that's all that mattered was just what your ideas were and what points you brought to the table so I thought that was pretty cool so we were on the train and someone put their feet up on one of the chairs and this old lady came over and just ripped into them. She was personally offended that this person had put their feet on the chair in front of them. Uh, she was like, we have to sit there every day, you know. And I, the, obviously the person that put their feet up looked like they were uh, pretty taken aback and sorry for putting their feet up because that's not usually something that people would get super mad about, but that lady was ticked. <laughs> in London, everything is very high-paced. People are walking fast. People are always on the go. For example, on the escalators going down and up the tube, you have, if you're not going to be walking fast, you have to stand on like the right side of the escalator. And if you're on the left, you better be like booking it. And people are a little more like head down, I'm going to a place. Uh, there was not as much like smiling and friendly, just walking around. Um, smiling at people as you pass, um, there's a high tempo. In America, when we go to a restaurant, we go order food, or we're in a store, we'll go like, hi, how are you? How are you doing today? And no one does that in England. You go to the register to pay for some clothes, and you give them your clothes, they give it back. And as Americans, we're a little bit more friendly with this small conversation. So we would say, hi, how are you? And I remember one person said, whoa, I, I'm 
I'm doing well. Thank you. No one's asked me that today. Like, thank you. And they were really appreciative of that small gesture. And they also took it as a sincere question. Like, I was really asking how they were doing, whereas in America, it's just a formality. Also in America, we'll, we'll say hi. And the, I love the different vocabulary that they use in England. It's, there's a lot of endearing words. So we'll just say, hi, what's up? Hi, how are you? And they go, hello, love. Hiya, you all right? Hello, pet. Hello, darling. Hiya, hiya, love. And I loved being called love. I just thought that was so cute. Just an old man on the bus, driving his bus. I leave and he goes, ta-ta, love. <laughs> what overall observations did you have there? One was super cool. It's like there's just any type of culture um, that you want to find, you can find there. But the overall culture is very um, proper, clean. And it kind of puts into perspective of what, of what, what type of cultures we have here that could be changed in some way for the better. Um, I would compare it to New York City, but I think it was, like you were saying, a little more, not necessarily clean, but almost more professional in a way. Yeah. And the architecture was a little different, so it adds that little bit of class to it. Finally, we asked students for advice and recommendations they would give to others traveling to England. This is what they said. London is huge, and sometimes you don't think about the transportation time. Be aware that things things aren't necessarily as close as you think. Give yourself plenty of time. Map out where you want to go. Go out and do as much as you can. Go see the shows. Go out to eat to different places. I mean, talk to the locals if I mean if you get the chance. You know, just about anything and see what they have to say or ask for their recommendations about things. Play some soccer <laughs> with people. That was that was fun. Definitely use the public transit. It's an experience in itself, and it's awesome. Also, take money out before you get there, because it's actually really hard to find ATMs to take money out. We luckily took money out before we got there, but watching other people try to find ATMs was excruciating. <laughs> Go to the theater. I didn't think I was a big theater person. Turns out I've never seen good theater. And it's so affordable in London. Broadway quality for a fifth of the price. And it's so good. And then the museums. The museums in London are better and they're free. So if you're into that, that's the place to do it. My favorite part of London was a few days after we had been there. The first few days we felt I felt pressured that I needed to go see all the museums. I needed to go see all the big sites. And once I had seen these sites, we then felt this liberty to wander, to get lost, to just follow the people and not worrying about where we were and just go with it. And one day we saw these these older couples in the fancy dresses, the side hats that you see Kate Middleton wear, and gentlemen in black suits with a top hat and a cane. Like, hmm, interesting. So we followed them, and we found ourselves at Buckingham Palace, 
And these couples were walking into Buckingham Palace, and we found out, we asked a couple, what's going on? And they were going to hear the queen speak. It was for a charity function. And when we got closer to Buckingham Palace, we just saw thousands of couples walking in their fancy outfits, just like you would see on TV. And it was just so cool to see people dressing up to go see the queen. And we wouldn't have found that if we wouldn't have followed them there. My tip would be, yes, go see the big sites. Yes, go see the museums, but don't spend all of your time inside these museums. Don't spend all of your time inside buildings. Rather, be on the streets, be with the people, eat the food, follow the crowds, try everything. England has, it's a melting pot of food. So you can pick a place in the world that maybe you've never been, but you've always wanted to try their food. And then you can find a super authentic place, a restaurant to eat that food. You can also find loads of fun shops and gardens and just get lost. My favorite place was Hyde Park. We walked around for a few hours and we were able to overhear conversations and in the fun British accent and people watch, go on a little boat ride, a little foot pedal boat ride around Hyde Park. And it was beautiful. It was fun to see families and friends out just having a fun time and playing football soccer. Well, that concludes this episode in this mini-series. Thanks for listening. 